0: Hello, this is Meghnath from Newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Monday, December 16th and the big story of the day is on the protests across the country about the Citizenship Amendment Act. India is seeing protests against the Citizenship Amendment Bill cleared by Parliament and assented to by the President last week. It is now an act. Reports are coming in from Delhi, Patna, Lucknow, Guwahati, Kolkata, Hyderabad, Bangalore, Chennai, Puducherry, Mumbai, Varanasi, Aligarh, and Chandigarh, where people are marching in protest against this law. Some protests in universities saw violence as police tried to quell the students. Last night, Delhi police entered the campus of Jamia Millia Islamia University, Lathi charged the students and used tear gas against them. The campus authorities said that prior permission was not taken from them before this action was taken. Outside the campus, in Nagar area of South Delhi, four buses were set ablaze by a mob and two fire officials were injured in stone pelting. Varsity Students' Union said in a statement that no students were involved in this violence. The Delhi Police PRO, MS also clarified saying that some locals were involved in the bus burning incidences. When questioned about the Delhi police entering Jamia campus without permission, he said that the police entered the campus while chasing miscreants who were pelting stones at the police officials. Later, around midnight, students gathered outside the Delhi police headquarters and shouted slogans throughout the night against the excesses of the authorities. Hush! Okay, there is a lot going on across the country and it's hard to keep up. But we have reporters stationed in Delhi, Aligarh, Mumbai and Assam to get you latest updates about the ongoing protests. Our reporter Veena Nair spent the whole of last night covering the protests outside Delhi police headquarters, while Basant Kumar was in Jamia covering the protests there. Ayush Tiwari is in Aligarh Muslim University constantly giving us reports from the ground and Ayaan Sharma is in Guhati doing the same. You can read their reports on newslaundry.com over the next few days. These folks are all doing their jobs supported by the members of the newslaundry community. You are powering us and the reports of these young reporters across the country. Please do consider contributing to newslaundry.com and helping us do what media is supposed to do. Pay to keep news-free, people. There were clashes in Aligarh Muslim University at Varanasi as well. At least 60 students were hospitalized after the police broke into the campus, leading to a clash. Around 8.30 pm yesterday, AMU students came out of bab a sayed gate in solidarity with Delhi's JMI students. The police used tear gas and water cannons to disperse the crowd. The AMU registrar, Abdul Hamid, informed the media that no classes or examinations will be held in the university till January 5th. Reports of an internet ban have also emerged, with services in Aligarh shut till Monday 10 p.m. Following violence in Aligarh, the entire state of Uttar Pradesh was put on high alert. In West Bengal, protesters reportedly vandalised property at three railway stations and set five trains on fire. In Amdanga and Kalyani areas of North 24 Parganas and Nadia, they blocked roads, while Deganga, Dumjur, Burdwan and Birbhum districts also witnessed upheavals. Chief Minister Mamata Banerjee took out a 7-kilometer mega-rally today in Kolkata against the Citizenship Amendment Act. TMC leaders along with the CM formed a human chain. While speaking to the reporters, Banerjee said, quote, Only BJP will remain here. Everyone else will be made to leave. This is their politics. It will never happen. India is everyone's. Agar sabka saath nahi rahega, to sabka vikas kaise hoga. Who is the Citizenship Act for? We are all citizens. Unquote. Meanwhile, Patna is seeing its own share of violence. Several cops were injured and an outpost and some vehicles were torched by a mob that turned violent while taking out a procession in protest against the Citizenship Act in Bihar's capital. Senior Superintendent of Police Garima Malik said an FIR has been registered against the miscreants who were being identified with the help of CCTV footage of the violence and arson that gripped the Kargil chalk area of the city for close to an hour. She said that the demonstrators comprised mostly of students of the Patna University, youths from the neighbouring towns and people owing allegiance to social and political outfits. Even in Hyderabad, students of the Maulana Azhar National Urdu University burnt effigies of PM Modi and Shah in protest. In Assam, a week after continued protests, reports are saying a total of 175 people have been arrested and 1,400 taken into custody. Prime Minister Narendra Modi called the violent protest unfortunate as he said that vested interests can't be allowed to divide the nation. Speaking at the Bharatiya Janata Party rally in Dumka, Jharkhand, ahead of the upcoming polls, Modi said that those who were protesting violently against the new act could be recognised by their clothes. He said the Congress and its allies were adding fuel to this fire. Modi said in his speech, Quote, the Congress and its allies are stoking fire over the Citizenship Act, but people of Northeast have rejected violence. Actions of the Congress prove that all decisions taken in Parliament are correct. The country is watching. People's faith has been cemented in Modi after the bill was cleared by Parliament. Their actions reflect that the decision to pass Citizenship Amendment Bill in Parliament is thousand percent correct. Unquote. Meanwhile, also during a campaign rally in Jharkhand's Pakur, Home Minister Amit Shah assured that a grand Ram temple will be built in Ayodhya within just four months now. He said, quote, ''Supreme court has given its verdict. Now within four months, a sky-high temple of Lord Ram will be built in Ayodhya.'' Unquote. Shah then went on to take a dig at the Congress, saying that neither the party can keep the country safe, nor it can respect the emotions of its citizens. A Delhi court has convicted expelled BJP MLA Kuldeep Singh Sanger on Monday for raping a woman in Unnao in 2017, saying the victim's testimony was, quote, truthful and unblemished against a powerful person, unquote. The court convicted Sanger for rape under Indian Penal Code and Poxo Act for offence of a public servant committing penetrative sexual assault against a child. The court will hear arguments on quantum of his sentence this Wednesday. The offences entail maximum punishment of life imprisonment. Convicting Sanger, who is fifty three years old, the court said the CBI has successfully proved that the victim was a minor and Sanger needs to be prosecuted under the special law. The judge said while reading out the verdict, quote, I found her statement truthful and unblemished that she was sexually assaulted. She was under threat, worried. She is a village girl, not from cosmopolitan educated area. Sanger was powerful person, so she took her time, unquote. The court noted that after the victim wrote a letter to the UP Chief Minister Yogi Adityanath, several criminal cases were filed against her family and imprints of Sengar were visible in them. The court expressed surprise over the delay by the CBI in filing charge sheet in the rape case and said it prolonged trial against Sengar and others. The China-U.S. trade war seems to be cooling down a wee bit. Beijing has suspended additional tariffs on U.S. products that had been due to kick in on Sunday after Washington and Beijing announced a major thaw in their trade war on Friday. China's finance ministry said it will suspend the planned addition of 10% and 5% tariffs on some U.S. imports and, quote, continue to suspend additional tariffs on U.S.-made autos and spare parts. The move follows U.S. President Trump's cancellation of new tariffs on Chinese products as part of a phase one trade deal. China's Commerce Ministry said it has agreed with the U.S. a mini-deal that includes a progressive rollback of tariffs and the protection of intellectual property rights. But the two sides have yet to sign the agreement, which would represent a major breakthrough in the 21-month standoff between the world's two largest economies. In addition to existing tariffs, Trump had previously threatened to impose a 15% levy on around $160 billion of Chinese exports, including popular U.S. consumer goods like electronics and clothing. China had in turn said it would respond with a 25% tariff on U.S. autos and a 5% tariff on auto parts. All of these are levies that were suspended earlier this year as a goodwill gesture. And now for some stuff from newslaundry.com. As I mentioned earlier, our reporters are spread across universities in India covering Citizenship Amendment Act protests. Ayush Tiwari's first report from Aligarh Muslim University is up on our website and you should go check it out. He describes in great detail what happened on Sunday night and how the police reacted to the protesting students there. More reports will follow today and tomorrow, so please keep a watch on our website. And in case you have some questions about the Citizenship Amendment Act, who it benefits and how it affects Indian Muslims, I have done two pieces explaining all this. Do give them a read and share them in your family groups for maximum impact. All our work is powered by the members of News Laundry community. To become a member, Go to newslaundry.com, click on the red button up top, and pay to keep news free. Because when the public pays, the public is served. You are served. That's all the news I have for you today. Have a great day or a good night, depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes, and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newsroundry.com, Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.